Welcome back to Three Black Docs with Dr. Tiffany, Dr. Karen, and Dr. Zanetta. I apologize yeah, for my tardiness, guys. That was not expected. What you got Look. On? It's all right. You were late to church, so we're we're okay. Right. We we could be. We, we can't be above the board. So. There you go. No, but this was I was go. all set and ready to go. Uh, we we are changing our lifestyle. So Tiffany, I don't know if I told. I, I think I told you a little bit about it, but I, I told Karen I knew you were talking about homeschooling, so I was like, I'm not surprised that she's on with an admin oh, person, right? But so, that was my um, the kids are going to finish this year at the school because I mean we already paid our money and whatever. This will be mm-hmm. our last year of that. But I mean, it's been stressful. It's been stressful because I would say only mm-hmm. overall about 30% of kids are wearing masks. There are unvaccinated teachers unmasked. Do they not see the numbers spiking they, in Florida? Like Florida it, has the do, largest Karen, do you know what our, our, page, 20, our, our positivity rate is 25%. You are not. Is, it wow. is 25%. 25%. 90% of people in the hospital are unvaccinated. I have seen more COVID cases in the past two weeks than I did all of last year combined. All of last year combined. I mean... I am beside myself. Wow. And and it's it's so disappointing, it's so heartbreaking. And actually we had a I had a conversation with uh, my daughter this evening and she was like one of the little girls said that masks don't work and that she got sick anyway even though she was wearing a mask. And so and so we asked her we were like, "Well, how do you how did you feel about, you know, when she said that?" And she was like, mm. "I just feel confused." I mean, this is crazy. Hence, <laughs> this this whole kind of mm-hmm. homeschool venture. Um, I I just I I can't I can't do it. We can't do it. Yeah, I mean, it's awful. You know that the the seven day average of cases of COVID cases for Florida is at twenty four thousand new cases. That's just in a week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I I just mm-hmm. it 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 defies it defies all logic and and the thing that's really hurtful about the situation is that the people who are driving this are these million dollar donors who like go to Mar-a-Lago every weekend. But here's the challenge: and then they're going to be the ones who get sick, right? And then they're going to want you to come and take care, and, of and them. they're going to want us to come in and take them. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what's happening. They they would want they want you to pull out all the stops. And and it just makes no sense. It really makes no and the kids are just I mean, it's like they're in a twilight zone. Because they're like, Well, well, why why don't the adults want to wear masks? Why don't the kids want to wear masks? We did it last year and it was fine. And that's my thing about this. You know, when all of this started, people were like, oh, the kids aren't going to keep the mask on. The kids aren't going to keep the mask on. The kids have no problems wearing their masks when you just say, okay, you know, here's your mask. My kids, like police people now, they're like, they're not wearing a mask, you know? There's no problem. problem. So you... 
until adults introduce all this stuff to them. The other thing is, you know, no one is, is mentioning or trying to teach them that wearing the mask is really about protecting everyone else. So it kind of doesn't work <laughs> if you're wearing a mask, a cloth mask that's not, you know, fitted to you and everyone else around you is unmasked <laughs> and coughing all over you. You know what I mean? Like, that's not 100% protection. Right. So now, you know, the way to protect people is that you're wearing a mask to protect other people from spreading it knowingly or unknowingly. Right. Um, and also for your own protection. But yeah, everyone has right. to be wearing And, and so them. now, but instead of the, the cloth mask that we did last year, we bought like a medical grade kids three ply surgical mask. Mm. For the kids. Yeah. We we I mean, have it's crazy. Mask too. Yeah. It, it, and these kids, they're not vaccinated. And you know, once again, people, you know, out there are like, well, but you can still get it. But it's like, look, across the board, as one of you already said, the people in the hospital, 95% plus are unvaccinated. 95% plus. Okay. So those are the numbers, you know? And so this notion of, well, you can still get a breakthrough infection and you can still get it. And it's like, okay, 95% plus of people in the hospital are not vaccinated. And to your point, Zanetta, I mean, I've been reading all of these just articles that doctors are writing, echoing what you're saying about how there people who are treating folks on the front line in the hospital. It's demoralizing. It is demoralizing. Because, you know, it's like you go into these COVID rooms and and I am going into COVID rooms saying, hey, you have cancer, but you have COVID. Let's let's just see Mm. how things work out and hopefully do something. Like, are you serious right now? These are not the kinds of conversations you want to have. And so it takes you two to three minutes to get all dressed up Mm. to go in there and and it's like you are literally going into a war zone and then you come out of the hospital and people don't mm. believe what you just saw and i was like how is this different from war mm. when a soldier comes home and you say you know what you shouldn't have even gone to war like what were mm. you fighting for and and the cognitive dissonance is is it's killing me it's you're just tired. I'm, I'm tired. But but by the same token, I still have people and that truly don't understand. They truly are being misinformed. And so I'm still having in clinic to kind of dispute misinformation. And I've had probably three or four people this week that are like, you know what? I trust what you're telling right. me because I've worked with you and I trust you and you know, I'll get vaccinated because you're telling me to do it, but it's still, there's, there's just so much energy and effort that has yeah. to go into that. And it's like, why, why am I, yeah. why are Beyond that this? is the why patients then have to go home and deal with their family because I've had like people call me and saying, 
I want to get yeah. vaccinated, but my sister is telling me not to, or they'll get pushback or pressure from family members or even friends not to not to get it, which I don't understand. And the argument was like, oh, well, mm -hmm. people who have been vaccinated get it. That that's true. There have been cases, um, but those are much fewer and they don't get as sick. And this Delta variant is really impacting children. So I'm like, even if you don't do it for yourself, do it for your children, do it for those other folks who might be immunocompromised, do it for those who maybe can't get the vaccine. And it's just so sad because if, right. if people had, even if they just wore their masks, we wouldn't be in this simple, in this thing, right? I mean, just, to, right. But if you're an unvaccinated and unmasked, like, I, I, I just don't know. And, you know, we're talking about Delta, but you know what? I'm afraid for Lambda. Well, well, Lambda was already in, in Houston. Mm -hmm. Lambda, Lambda scares me. Really? So, yeah. <laughs> Delta scares me too, but. Lambda was already found in Houston. So let's talk about this, guys. So let's let's talk about how. So here's the other issue with people not being vaccinated, right? And the opportunity that the virus has to develop variants, right? Because if we if you have a population that is more vaccinated than not, there's less of a chance for the virus to gain hold, live on, and get a chance to develop into a variant, right? Correct. So at some point, we have to tip the scales into having more people um, who are vaccinated or have immunity than not. Otherwise, we're just going to keep seeing different variants. Right emerging and people i, I think know? the problem is is we haven't done a good job of informing people of how many variants there are this is the same way like mm -hmm. if you have a hurricane during hurricane season they start with the letter a right and they name the storms based on the letters of the alphabet mm -hmm. it's the same thing with with the covid virus it started out with variant a that was the the first you know type of virus that was isolated. The fact that we're on Lambda, and of course, it's the Greek alphabet, so some people might not realize, but that means that there are 13 variants or 14 variants. Is it 13 or 14 what Lambda letter is of the Greek alphabet? And so there's so many already, um, and these variants can create other variants of themselves, the Delta Plus and all that sort of thing. So the more opportunity, like Tiffany was saying that we allow this virus to grow and develop and to move from one host to the next, the greater the possibility that there's going to be other variants that may indeed not only continue to bypass the natural host immunity, but then also to bypass right. those vaccines, vaccinated states, but then also may become deadlier and more lethal because they're learning. It's a, They're learning as they kind of create these variants is they're like oh somebody's right. trying to shut me down i'm Let going me out, the out back another door. way to right. bypass this right that that's right that's right which is also that's how true. cancer operates mm -hmm. we know that Can too we? but yeah 
I mean, the more the more exposure it gets, right. the more opportunity. But speaking of the vaccine, so the, the the thing that's been coming up a lot has been the booster. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, of course, uh-huh. that's just an additional dose of the vaccine. I mean, really, most of my patients that I treat have been getting boosters. Um, what we've known mm-hmm. is that, you know, I think mm-hmm. I've said this before, about 25% of some of my patients have never mounted a response to the vaccine. So they have no COVID antibodies, even mm-hmm. though they've been vaccinated. And that's why it's so important to protect this vulnerable population. What were you going to say, Karen? I was going to ask, is that, and remind us again, was that the patients just because they have immune dysregulation because of the type of cancer they have, or was this also related to them taking rituximab? So good question. We know that it's higher in patients with blood cancers. And so um, patients who have had a certain kind of monoclonal antibody, rituximab, as uh, Karen pointed out, we know they have a higher likelihood of not having a response. But really, other patients, um, such as patients who have a type of cancer called CLL, even if they haven't had various treatments, we know that just because of immune dysregulation, they may not be mounting the same kind of response. So really, um, most people, yeah. whether you've had a blood cancer or what we call a solid tumor cancer, we're still primarily recommending that they get um, the additional dose of the vaccine. And remember, we're talking about Moderna or Pfizer, right? With this- right. We have no data on Johnson yes, & Johnson. we don't know about yes. Johnson & Johnson yet. Right. Yeah, but, right. but also people who are on steroids, right? Yeah, so let, let's just name who should be getting this, just for clarity. Um, you yeah. know, I pulled it up. Okay. <laughs> just so we can say it for people who are listening. So anyone that's getting active treatment for cancer, uh, anyone that's had an organ transplant and is on immunosuppressants for an organ transplant, you know, and that includes, um, that includes blood that transfusions, or not blood transfusions, but those who may have gone to bone marrow transplants. Yeah, that's the next line. Yep, bone marrow transplants or something called CAR T cell, which, you know, if you've had an advanced lymphoma, you would know if you had CAR T treatment. Um, any kind of immunodeficient syndrome, HIV, advanced or untreated HIV, and then... Um, treatment with steroids, as mm-hmm. you just said, Zanetta, high-dose steroids, and a lot of the drugs that you take for autoimmune diseases or room dis- rheumatologic diseases like rheumatoid arthritis, right. um, lupus. Crohn's disease, ulcerative mm-hmm. hepatitis, lupus, Crohn's, um, you know, though, though that kind of family of diseases, scleroderma is in there too. Those are also immunosuppressive um, and you and would lo- also qualify. And for a lot of people steroids. have been asking me like, okay, I had my, I- I'm immunocompromised, which technically should only be about 3% of the population right now, just for right now for the immunocompromised population. But they're like, you know what? I had my, my second vaccine in April. Can I get another one? And so really, as long as it's been a month, since that second vaccine right, and you fall into the categories that Tiffany just said, you should be able to get an additional dose of Moderna or Pfizer. Yeah. So what's interesting is that there's also recently been a suggestion that people who are not 
immunocompromised should consider getting right. a booster eight months after their second shot. Um, and there's inter there's interestingly some conversations in the medical field about whether or not there's enough data to support that, right? Um, so part of the reason why a booster is effective for um, certain populations, especially the immunocompromised, if you think about patients who have cancer in general, cancer is a dysregulation of your immune system. Our bodies every single day, if you are a human being, you have cells dividing in your body. And every time that cell makes a copy of itself, there's a chance for that cell to kind of create an error that could eventually lead to cancer. But your body has immune surveillance. It has a system that says, oh, let's go and look. And if there's an, if there's an error in the, in the DNA, then it corrects that internally. But there are some times where that cell may bypass that kind of self-regulated um, mechanism of, of checking the DNA. And that can become a cancer, but your immune system then finds that and attacks it. So automatically, anyone with cancer already has some degree of Im immune dysregulation. And patients with blood cancers, like you heard <laughs> Dr. Z talk about uh, CLL, which is chronic lymphocytic leukemia or the leukemias, these blood cancers oftentimes make people even more vulnerable. And so it's really important to remember that those are the categories, all the patients that Dr. Tiffany just listed, all have some sort of really um, challenges to their host immune system, to their body's own defense mechanism that make them vulnerable as well. Now, for the other populations where they're talking about possibility of getting a booster shot, part of the rationale for that is that it may, the defense against this new Delta variant may be related to how, you know, the, the, the amount of antibodies that your body is producing. And certainly those of us who have gotten this shot, <laughs> at least some of us, not everyone, I certainly had more of a reaction to my second injection because my body was already revved up. Right. And so the assumption for most of these things is that your body goes into fight mode. You produce all these antibodies. You have a much higher what they call a titer, which is the percentage of the number of antibodies in your system. And over time, that may go down. So that's the rationale for the booster. It's just to kind of as your your system and your body starts to kind of use up those antibodies, you know, because there's only this limited lifespan because they're proteins that live in your body that. This booster will then rev up your system again to create more of those antibodies and hopefully have a better defense. Mm -hmm. that, was that was actually a really you. nice immune surveillance. Uh, I was like, yes. Okay, I see you. Oh, wait. So, wow. She assumes that because I deal with x rays, I no, can't do abuse. No, no, no. That's not what she said. Uh, yeah, I know. she just went in. I like that. Can, uh, on a Friday night. And I'm tired too. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Like what you hear? Make sure you rate and subscribe. Three Black Docs is available wherever you get your podcasts. Three Black Docs is not intended as medical advice. All opinions are our own. Three Black Docs is produced by Winx Productions.